And now, here's a word from our sponsor. Hi, it's Gino from Bondi Broker. In today's changing times, the importance of health and financial security has never been more important. At Bondi Broker, we work with you to improve your financial security by offering free financial health checks, assisting in reducing your debt, and gain competitive rates to improve your cash flow. Bondi Broker gets you in the best financial health so you can focus on what matters most. Visit our website today for your free consultation at bondibroker.com.au. Welcome to the Float Your Boat podcast about how everyday people created their road to success. The highs, the lows, pitfalls and potholes and how they overcame it all. And now, here are your hosts. Brett, it's been a while. Good morning. How are you? George. Yeah. You've got, a, another... you've got that soft focus background. It looks tremendous. It highlights my face, doesn't it? I look a bit like Groucho Marx at the moment, don't I? <laughs> you do. Uh, uh, our listeners can't see see me, but but yes, it's, a, it's pretty pathetic at, at the moment. I, I look twenty years older than I really am. And uh, anyway, we're, we're here for another episode of Float Your Boat. Well, sort of, sort of an episode, right? Sort of, sort of. Um, but uh, the good is has a bit of bad mixed in as well as a tinge with a bit of sadness so so whilst we're going to have a happy time in the next uh, next half hour or so um it's tinged with sadness brett it's a happy time although i have got a bit of a dull headache this morning because you encouraged me to drink beer last night and um unfortunately listeners i don't have a stop button <laughs> mate i I only sent you a photo. I was not with you last night. I didn't encourage you. I sent you one photo of me having a beer in a pub. With your high with your high vis jacket on. High vis, yeah, yeah, which gets me which gets me entry to through any door. So you can go into any pub and they'll go, Oh, he's a bloody tradie. Come yeah. on in. Oh, he's a bloke. He's a bloke. That's yeah. a, that's exactly how they approached me last night last night in the Beresford Hotel, which is really swank and upmarket. I was the only dirty high-vis person there. Well, that's all right. Better to be a dirty high-vis than a... And why And why? I, why am I wearing high-vis, Brett? Because you've got a job, <laughs> finally. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of, well, those, one of those lollipop people. <laughs> I, 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 I'm finally getting paid what I'm truly worth, 25 bucks an hour. Hey, I've hit the big time. <laughs> No, I'm 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 conducting a project at the uh, local school that my girls went to, the local public school, and that and, and it's turned me into a bit of a chicken George. Chicken George. So tell the listeners what school and what you've been doing. Sure, sure. The school's Darlinghurst Public School, located in wonderful Darlinghurst, obviously, in Sydney, inner city, and because my girls 
uh, went there. Um, I've been there for 15 years and, you know, over the years, I, I was asked to come in and volunteer to do a few projects, but I was asked to uh, come in and, you know, do some repair work on in the school. And I decided to um, undertake undertake the rebuilding of a chicken coop. And it's rather palatial, I must say. It's I'd, beautiful. I'd say it's more like a the Hilton rather than a chicken coop from the photos you've shown me. Well, it's actually the perfect footprint of a micro home or a tiny home. And I was thinking of, you know, fitting it out with a floor, you know, like a floating timber floor, um, a kitchenette and a bathroom and moving my bed in. So when your wife boot, booted your ass out, you... <laughs> it's where I can find some peace and quiet with the chickens. <laughs> so, um, so well, that's great. And uh, so you're there just doing a bit of work around, around the place and making it look better? And, uh, yeah, so if anyone wants to come by and have a, you know, tap me on the shoulder for a beer, I won't say no. Or a coffee or a, you know, do you still drink coffee now that you're out of the game? I do. One one a day. Not much. <laughs> one a day is enough. I, funny, funny, I actually drink more beer than I do coffee these days, which is really bizarre, isn't it, Brett? Do you miss the coffee trade, George? Uh, no, not at all. What I do miss, what I do miss is... Um, well, it's actually what what I'm about to do very shortly. Well, that was a good segue, wasn't it? Was indeed, but I actually missed that. But let's leave that for later. Hold on, let's, <clears throat> let's wind let's, back a little bit. Yes, let's tell the listeners what we're up to. So, so listeners, we've decided that well, George has been writing a book. That's what he's doing on the side, apart from being Chicken George and drinking beer <laughs> and driving his wife around to her gigs he's been writing a book so we've decided that we're going to stop doing float your boat as it is as we see it today which is you know um how what seven seasons over a hundred episodes that we've decided to stop float your boat because you're going to do something new and so am i but we'll get to me later let's start with you so Tell the listeners what why we've decided to stop Float Your Boat. Well, it's been a bit of a journey, uh, hasn't it, Brett? Uh, we we've we've um, reached a point, I guess, in our in our lives where we we've um, you know we know that we can uh, we've accumulated enough experience and you know knowledge to give back. Uh, but it's also on a personal level for me, it's been a, a quite a circuitous route coming. <laughs> Pardon, pardon the pun. What's it, it, it's been a circuitous journey. Can you tell circuitous me circuitous journey? What does circuitous mean? I, sorry, I'm from Cronulla. a roundabout kind of journey, not not a straight road. It's been like a you know lots of deviations and and uh, you know blind uh, uh, dead end alleys and that kind of stuff. Okay. So my journey, my journey has 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 brought uh, home the the realization that. You know, everyone has something um, uh, great and positive to contribute to to humanity. And what I denied myself for, for so many years was that I am, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I grew up in retail, uh, small businesses. Um, I've worked with with you know, un, like over over fifteen hundred small business owners over the years. And you know, there's a there's a there's a set of skills there that that um, I don't think 
very few people would match. And I'm going to go off and explore that. And and now more than ever, people people in small business, particularly franchise groups and franchisees, they need um, the assistance of someone like myself. Um, you know, it's one of those things, Brett. Um, you know, after COVID, post COVID, a lot of a lot of businesses are in dire straits, but n- none more so than franchisees who have higher costs to contend with, and they're probably you know not as well. Um, performing as as you know the shrewder and sharper um, retail operations the independent retailers uh, they're also poorly led to be honest mm. um, and and I use that term loosely because I don't know of any leaders um, in the game they're exceptional corporate managers uh, now you can't manage as you and I know you can't manage a business out of trouble you can only lead it out of trouble and there's no one putting their hand up as a leader in the franchise space. So that's what I'll be doing. I'll be, uh, you know, offering my, my services on, you know, via the podcast, via, via webinars and, and via, you know, one-on-one or weekend events. That's what I'll be doing. Um, and I'll be giving back. I'll be giving back. Yes, I'll make a bit of, bit of coin out of it, but, but the idea is, you know, at my age, is start giving back and, and helping people um, really, really making a difference. You know, um, so just so yep. so if people want to contact you, how do they contact you? Well, I've yet to launch my georgesabados.com.au website, but that'll that's coming. Um, the best way is to just uh, email me george.sabados at gmail.com. That's george.sabados at gmail.com. That's the best way. Um, I am approachable. Uh, but, you know, the, the thing is I, want, I, I do want to make it, um, you know, affordable for people who are in trouble because, you know, the people that I can help the most are the ones that are financially in dire straits. They're mm, working mm. every day of the week and they're not really getting the kind of um, assistance that they need. Yeah, as you know, Brett, you know, being in business um, – lots of ups and downs but but when you've been in business a long time and you've been exposed to a great number of businesses um you see repeating patterns and it's a kind of it's a kind of um exposure to numbers that a lot of um franchise groups don't have uh, the executives are executives the operations teams are employees they're not they're not entrepreneurial by nature um, and franchisees rely on a, a so-called, you know, format or a, or a operations manual that that supposedly, um, you know, makes them successful. Well, that's poppycock. <laughs> that's poppycock. So the book that I'm writing is exactly what they need to know, and that is, you know, think, do, be, and grow rich. It's a play on the old Napoleon Hill think and grow rich, but mm-hmm. but. But it's exactly what they need to do. They need to think about the 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 information that they need to know is what they have to think about, and and then and then the actions they have to undertake and who they need to be in order to become hugely successful. And you know, over the years, some of the I mean, typically, typically, you know, over the years, the ones that are diligently applied what I what I've taught them have doubled their business in less than three months. Now that's not bad, um, 
an average, an average, uh, uh, you know, uh, top line growth was the last time I did a calculation, um, but 247% growth in less than 12 months. Not bad. That's good. Triple digits are quite normal. But I did have one exceptional lady who grew her business 3,200% in a year. Wow. So, you know, anything's possible. And some of the businesses, as you know, that I've helped um, have like shot, shot the ball out of the park. Like, you know, they've, they opened up on day one and were trading 50 times higher than, than, a, than a comparable business down the road. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, it's again about what you need to think about what you need to know about your local market, what you need to do and who you need to be. And the last bit is really where, where all the excitement is and, and, and it's fertile ground that very few people play on. The last bit, who you're being, it's not for everyone because you know, Brett, we've been on a personal journey. Uh, it's taken us a long time to you know, get our heads around a lot of concepts. And even, even now, um, you know, our, our, even at our age, our paradigms still kick in. Our old, you know, our old habits kick in. You know, we could be a touch, we could be a touch cynical. We could be a touch. No, you know, not you know, me, George. We could be. We could be. <laughs> it could be. But who you're being really is where where um, you you can create unlimited results uh, in business because business is nothing more than a manifest manifestation of who you are. We know that. We've mm. been in business. Yes, that's true. So, so the book's on, on its way. When do you think yep. the podcast will be happening? Well, I'll be starting the podcast within the next two weeks and, uh, and it'll be short, it'll be sharp and uh, it'll be conversations around, conversations around, um, you know, mostly the content of my book. Um, it is pitched at anyone in small business franchisees in particular and eventually franchisors it's a funny thing that franchisors are the last to get on board the the guys are actually running the show because they they always pretend that nothing's wrong Mm. nothing's wrong everything's under control we get paid the big bucks to come up with a solution so you know who needs (laughs) who needs outside help so well that's good i'm glad to see that you're going to do that and um it is sad that we we're switching off Float your boat. Um, it is. It's been a good journey, though, hasn't it? Oh, it's fun, and I and even setting up this morning, I thought I really do enjoy doing podcasts. I like recording them. I like editing them. Something that I've learned learnt along the way, which is well, editing. we're not stopping, are we? You and I are still going to be a, like a dynamic duo. It's just, <laughs> it's just that just you're... a different type of dynamic duo. Yes, I'll still be helping you edit and do some other stuff and i'll be i've got a few ideas for a new podcast but it'll be more around um yeah a little bit different um it'll be more so what 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 more around my cynical nature (laughs) yeah well well let's explore that a little bit more for our listeners so brett (laughs) you know I, i i obviously know I know what you're up to, but uh, but maybe you'd explain a little bit more for our listeners so they kind of kind of get a, a bit of the juice. Well, I haven't really fleshed it out yet, so to speak. But I Time as to do you it know, now. as you know, I used to be in a a, a band, and 
Um, we have really, a, yeah, and we have a Facebook page, and um, every Friday I do a thing called Beer O'Clock Friday, where I Beer O'Clock tunes on Friday. So I, I, I love that, by the way. Yeah, I pick three songs, and there's all there. Are, there's a reason behind the three songs each week. There's either a a situation or a genre or whatever you know current affairs might be happening, and I put it to to music in a way. So songs that I love um, and songs that other people on our page love. And I've decided that I want to do a podcast that is around the Beer O'Clock Friday idea, but more about talking to people about how music affects them, songs that affect them, basically, and why those songs affect them in different ways, I guess. And the same song could affect them differently depending upon whether they're having beer with it or not. Right. Well, moods, you know, you know, when you got when you got married, you probably had a wedding song and it probably sticks in your mind still to this day. Was it was no. it <laughs> was, was it a Greek folk tune or something or that came later, but I can't remember it. <laughs> why you why Don't you're tell on, anyone. You're on the Terps where you're already. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. No, no, no. I was I was just being I was just <laughs> I was being very diligent that night. Just yeah, no, I, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I, I decided that um, I'm going to do something around that and I'm going to also talk, you know, talk about other current things that are going on on the planet, um, both inspirational and a bit of piss-taking at the same time. And what's, what, what, what kind of working title have you come up with for your, for your little podcast? I, I haven't. <laughs> ah. I'm oh, not so that not... far along yet. Oh, okay, okay. Well, knowing you, it's going to come up. You're going to come up with something that's really, uh, really catchy, and a little bit uh, tongue in cheek. I'm sure. I would hope so. I would hope. Whereas, so. whereas I'm going straighty 180. Listeners. Yeah, you're, you're going to be hard wearing, to believe. You're going to wear a vest and a tie and and no, no, not at all. I'm going to, I'm going to maintain. And... I'm going to maintain the high vis look. So it's going to be. It's going to be my. Sorry. Go. No, that's going to be my signature. But are you going to interview people, or are you just going to? A mix, a mix. So, you know, look, you know, Brett, I've, uh, I've worked with enough franchise groups to know that it's pretty bloody boring mm. um, interviewing, you know, um, the executives because they roll out the same spiel, you know, the same marketing hype, the same yada, yada, yada. And really at the end of the day, like I said, very few of them actually can contribute Um meaningfully to the franchisees who are actually the lifeblood of the system and running individual retail stores that, you know, that all that corporate palaver doesn't really apply at the front line. So I'm not going to be interviewing them. Um, if anything, if anything, I'll be interviewing people after the fact, like people who've, you know, come to me on their, on their knees, you know, really at their end, you know, financially and uh, about to, you know, throw the keys back at the landlord and walk away and who've turned around their business marvellously well in a very short space of time, because this is not about, you know, none of the stuff that I, I do is about, you know, um, you know, returns like single digit returns over, over two or three years. None of that. It's, it's about, it's about compressing time. How can we do, how can we achieve 
triple digit growth in the shortest time possible. So uh, hopefully there'll be a lot of stories that, that people will be able to share. That sounds good. It does. It does because, because it's, it adds to the um, information base because, you know, over the years, I've, whenever, whenever, whenever I walked into a franchise chain, there are a lot of people who are cynical and doubtful and, of course, you know, resigned. And they didn't really believe um, that a lot of what I said to them was possible. They didn't really, they didn't, I mean, God, they couldn't even get their head around double-digit growth. But when I said to them they, that, you know, it was possible for triple-digit growth, they just, they just, you know, a lot of people thought I was full of the proverbial, you know. They thought you are another one of those bullshitters. Correct, correct. But you know, it only took it only took you know two or three people at the very bottom to race to the top mm. within within uh, within twelve months in these chains for everyone to start thinking about. Wow, look at that! We can we want a slice of that, and that's what I'm hoping to achieve because they need it now, Brett. Every, people are on the franchisees out there on on their knees. Yeah, it's a it's a hard, and, and as we come out of COVID, over time. You know, there's going to be a lot of businesses that go to the wall, um, yep. even though, you know, TV and politicians are talking everything up. I don't believe that that's the case. I believe that the people are hurting out there. And I think what you're going to do is well needed in the market. So I think I it's going so. to be a huge success. So, okay, so let's wind up. But um, we, we should thank – we need to thank everybody for – all we the, do. All of well, we want support. them to stay on. We want them to stay on. We want our listeners to stay on uh, with our respective podcasts. I mean, they will know us. Uh, that they know our names, so they'll be able to um, search for our podcast. Um, yeah. Well, I can. Uh, well, we could. They'll be presented by Float Your Boat anyway. Um, Correct. And so we we'll can, continue you know, on. We'll continue on as a production house. Um, that's pretty much what we'll do. And yeah, of course, we're going to have some fun times too, Brett. And we'll get together every now and then to just uh, you know to check in with each other and have a bit of a natter and a bit of a laugh. Absolutely, um, I'll get you on good. for 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 my for your three songs and yep, and a few other little questions that I've got brewing away in the background. Do, do they all have to be in English, mate? Can they be like no, some Greek songs? No, you can put. Look, it's it's Greek Easter this week, isn't it? It is. It is where uh, it's it's no goats. It's it's lamb. 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 <laughs> yep. Lamb on a spit. It's going to be great. Well, the New Zealanders will be excited. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah. None of that. None of that hole in the ground and, and throw a, throw a carcass in there. No, no. This is a spit. A spit. Greek. Yeah. Well. And the, and the red Easter eggs. The dyed eggs. Right. Real eggs. Real eggs. Yeah. Real eggs. Everything's real. So. So everybody uh, out there in that's supported Float Your Boat, thank you. But yes, keep in, we'll, we'll be keeping you in the loop. George will be ready in two weeks. I'm not sure how soon I'll be ready, but soon um, there'll be new things for you to listen to because, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to go away. No, we're not going to go away. I just wanted to, I personally want to thank everyone out there who's listening to this dulcet voice tone voice i mean i'm 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 i always suspected that it was just you and i brett that were uh, that uh were, were listening to our podcast well you never really you never really know uh i mean what well, there, there are thousands of you out there we know that mm, thank you uh, but we 
Yeah. Thousands all over the world. Like yeah. I, I sent you the top 20 episodes a couple of weeks ago and yeah. the countries that listen to them. And yeah, I mean, you know, obviously Australia's our biggest was our biggest following, but America... What were the unique ones? Yeah, like all sorts of places all around the world. So it's hard to believe, isn't it? Did, yeah. What was the what was the bizarre one you you told me about? We had someone in Africa, is that right? Someone in yeah, somebody in Zimbabwe. Um, oh, that's okay. Yeah, but, Zimbabwe. but also, but all sorts of places like that, Israel. Um, Af- I think Afghanistan. Um, yeah, go figure. Yeah, go I mean, figure. Maybe there's some Aussie in Afghanistan going. Oh, I've got to listen to two bulfy yobos. Two. Fat middle-aged blokes trying to make sense of the modern world, which is very difficult at the moment. Because don't get me started on the modern world at the moment. I, I'm oh, no, let, I want I want you to get started. Yeah, that, well, that, that's an episode in itself. Certainly is. I sent you well, that David Attenborough book, right? Uh, mate, he he did. You know, it's a series on mm. on. Uh, yes, okay. But, but I don't know if you if you get you'll get all the visuals, but I don't know if you'll get the statistics and and. The depressing part of yeah. of um of his book it uh the further on you go the further the more depressing it becomes unfortunately but well, in, uh, a, in a nutshell right he's he's lived during the golden era of humanity hasn't he and uh and now he's he's gonna he's gonna pass on to the the afterworld yeah. uh you know at the right time really given his predictions yeah it's uh it you know, as you know, I, I have a fairly low tolerance for fucking idiots, <laughs> uh, which there's a lot of, um, especially in America. Uh, did I say that? No, I didn't say that. Did you say but, that? Did you just but, say that? That's not true. And, and that book just proves to me that I'm right. I'm vindicated. Uh, no, listen, listen, listen. I don't, what, why? Why were you saying that about our Yankee Doodle friends? Well, you've just got to read that book to see how much greed and self-centeredness the human races yes that i was going to say that's the human condition we're no less we're no less uh, responsible uh brett no i know but i yeah i i agree and i'm i'm guilty to a degree as well but we really have done horrible things to our planet well, mate, as long as you can get it across the road and and stand on the uh, the edge of the gap and and uh, look out to sea and watch the occasional whale swim past, I, uh, I, know, I, I stay with my arms stretched out and I I sing the Titanic song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, naked <laughs> once a month at the moon, and then the police come come to get you. Oh, you know, I was walking along the beach yesterday and I thought. Look, I meditate every day. You know that. That's <clears throat> and I've been in all, having I've, amazing effect on you. Well, it has. It has. But no, I do breathing techniques. I do meditation, and I believe a lot of those things. But tell me, why do why do you think in Bondi in particular, uh, yeah. people think sitting on the beach, cross-legged, mm. meditating is going to be better meditation than sitting in the dunny in your house. Do you know what I mean? It's like all, well, all those little bubble people well, down in down in the well, eastern suburbs, which I'm one of them, may I add, but I was walking past these two <laughs> yesterday and I thought, I wonder if they actually believe that their meditation's more deep and stronger because they're sitting on the beach, you know. Some would argue that 
sitting on the dunny is a stronger meditation, <laughs> a stronger pull than, than sitting on the beach. Well, well there's an evacuation. <laughs> So this is oh, the sort of thing I, just, I want to talk about on my podcast. Oh, thrown up a lot of imagery <laughs> that I did that that I think the listeners will chuckle to, chuckle to as well. Maybe yeah. we should contact Tom Cronin and ask him why. <laughs> why? Well, they're facing east, aren't they? They're facing the sun, the rising sun. Is that right? And that's the purpose, well, I, aren't they? Oh, I don't know, but I just don't think I. Th- yeah, anyway, I think that they think that it's all more powerful and da-da-da, but really it's the meditation, isn't it? Yeah, it's and you not, can, doesn't and matter you can meditate see. anywhere. It doesn't matter where you are. Exactly. It doesn't, doesn't matter what, you don't have to be in the lotus pose or, you know, you, it could be any, you could be standing up. Funnily enough, they were in the lotus pose. <laughs> so you don't think they're just doing it to be fucking show-offs, do you? It's cool, it's cool mate. It's cool, man. It's cool. Uh, it drives me insane. I got to tell you. Anyway, right. so these are the things that I want to talk about on my podcast, amongst other things. So you want to talk shit, basically. So maybe <laughs> I should call it the bullshit factor. Do you think? I think. I, well, I was hoping you were going to bring that up because that—that's the working title that we've been banding around a lot. And the bullshit factor is actually quite interesting because it's one man's cynical view of the world that's me (laughs) (laughs) oh dear all right well we better before we before i get in a lot of trouble just we just lost half of our listeners this is a podcast we can get away with shit on a podcast we can i would hope so i mean you know i can bring up a a million things that give me the shits but (laughs) we could talk about that post i sent you on text the other day from one of oh. our one of our oh yeah look one seriously. of our pe- one of the people we interviewed on our podcast long time ago oh. did this post the other day and i've oh, got did, us, did, uh, you want to do that no no let's no. not do that no, not we now. won't go there but not but, now but but it is interesting you know that that uh just because you could pull out the oxford dictionary and string a few fancy words together like all, what was that one you went with earlier just because you can do that doesn't mean (laughs) that all of a sudden you're you're the enlightened one i mean yeah it's very interesting isn't it yeah because you could put that put words in the wrong place well you know (laughs) my 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 big thing is 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 it a big thing i haven't heard that's not what i've heard it's not (laughs) your wife doesn't say that it's a cashew po- po- <laughs> popping out of a bit of steel wool. <laughs> see, see, the longer we go for the worse this is going to be. Uh, it is, it is. But you know, one of my, my one of my peeves is that is that you know a person, no matter what they say to you, right? A person's track record speaks for itself. Just mm-hmm. look at the way, just look at their track record. Look at the way they live. Look at the the people they hang out with. Look at look at who they are in reality with you know without without the the wool pulled over your eyes um, well you know that my favorite saying is uh when somebody tries to tell you or show you who they are believe them the first time yeah well you know but 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 you know the risk for guys like us is that is that we're called cynical we're labeled cynical that's the risk curmudgeons it, yes but in actual fact in actual fact like you can't be driving around in a beaten up car 
living off the bones of your ass and call yourself a like a success guru. It just doesn't make sense. It's like, you know, you can't it's go to the them. Yeah, but but it's like going to the park bum the to, to and asking him to teach you to become a millionaire. It's not gonna happen, right? It's not gonna happen. Yes, they may may sound fancy. Yes, they may, you know, bamboozle you with uh, you know, the old the old bullshit baffles brains. Yep. Um but at the end of the day, they're still a park bum, and there's a reason why they're a park bum. Yes, that's right. And and, and not that there's anything wrong with being a park bum. No, I wish I could be a park bum myself. We weren't far away from it a couple of months ago. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I've, I've had moments in my life where, where I got pretty close um, to being a park bum, and and uh, you know, and it kind of it kind of had this strange allure like you know when things are overwhelming and you mm. know issues are flying at you from from all all angles um it's yeah it's it, i think it's a human condition to want to cut and run and and get rid of everything just drop everything and piss off and the park bum idea or, or living out of a camper van or a tent really had had appeal quite a number of times in my life absolutely I think that happens to all of us. But so. it's important to keep it real, like like what we tried to do with Float Your Boat, right? It's important to just know that, hey, you know, for anyone that's enjoying success, there are a lot of hard times. It didn't it didn't just happen happen by uh, you know by coincidence and everything fell in your lap. Like there, no, that's true. I've had many lows, many many lows, many bad times, you know, difficult times. You know, and that has to be equally spoken of. Um, you know, like well, even, you keep it, then you're keeping it real. Correct, because it's balance. It's about it's about having balance. It's like, um, yeah, remember that day. Remember that day we were down at Bondi Beach and we saw those um, those influences that were, you know, dancing around on tippy toes along the shoreline you know twirling around having professional photographers follow them around like their day was so magical and all they were doing was just i don't know they were just doing 360 degree turns in the wind and having all these beautiful flowing dresses you know looking fabulous of course but then they got it got into their beaten up cars and 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 uh, and, and were going off to the the probably scratching around for their spare change to go and buy a cup of coffee and hang out in the cafe because no one would employ them. But, yes, you know, but they is... would say to you, George, that they're not in it for the money. They're in it for the... For the Fame? No, they're in it to help others. To do? To, once again, to be great like them. I think this is, I think this is going to be one of your subjects, actually, to touch on influences and what they actually achieve. Oh, Christ, don't get me started. <laughs> are we influencers too well you know in business uh as you know i i do consulting from time to time and my business is around sourcing and brand development etc i don't know how many times i've gone into a small business that's really struggling and found them spending five or six hours a day on freaking social media it gets them nowhere it never does and it probably never will. But they're told by all the digital marketers out there that, oh, no, you've got to do Instagram. Oh, you've got to do Facebook ads, da, 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 da. It doesn't freaking work. 
Well, as you know, I tried it. I tried it in my last business and it was a money pit. It was just, just, it is. It's just a money pit. But people get scared because they see a couple of influencers saying that they're getting, you know, a million dollars per post, which in the big scheme of things, there are people out there that do. But if you think about the number yeah. of people that are on those <coughs> social media platforms and how many of them are getting that sort of money... I would think it's less than what half less than half a percent of the entire probably less even. Yeah. Right. So what does that tell you? I mean, you've, everybody should listen to Mark Ritson, and he does the statistics around social yeah, he, media, and and it he ain't presents, pretty. He presents the facts, but of course that goes against the nine tenths of the 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 direction that most marketing people are going in anyway. Never let so, the truth get in the way of a good story. Mate, it's a bloody good story to go online and, and chase those those fictional, um, you know, life lifelong customers, which which in my case uh, I, I discovered were, you know, customers for a nanosecond and only because we had we discounted heavily and offered special deals. They didn't return as solid customers. The best way to have a good client is to have a relationship with the client. Correct. Let's face it. Correct. Give them a real experience, like have a conversation with them, be real. You know, like you know, in the oldie oldie days. Yeah, it's funny. Oldie. It's funny. It's funny you should bring that up because yeah, like in the oldie worldie days. Do you know? Do you know? So many. What? It, uh, I'm going to share another peeve of mine. You know, not being able to get through to companies at all because they've put so many roadblocks in the way of of you know someone just calling through to speak to another person can't believe it it's the way it's the way the younger generations think that's normal but everything happens in conversation everything and conversation is not a text message and it's not a short burst email conversation is like like person to person voice to voice well we've got donald trump to thank for now that you can tell a lie and get a and for fuck's sake, those brain farts were stupid, right? Absolutely. Yeah, but he, he's created a whole, a whole generational shift in, in telling bullshit. Basically, you can just tell bullshit now on social media, and yeah. nobody's there to authenticate it. Journalism's out the window because you've just got to get the quick grab now as quickly as possible, <clears throat> and Trump. Trump made it okay to just lie, blatantly lie to people and not be questioned for it, which is another sad, you know, direction we're heading in. Anyway, we've got to stop, George. We've got to go. We've got well, to get is, on. We've this got is the to, beginning of your podcast, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we've got to get off, get off our soapboxes. I get get onto a couple of couple of beers and have a share beer o'clock together. Beer, can we you, can yes. we do that this afternoon together? Friday beer o'clock, yes. Well, actually, don't forget next week we're catching up for beers at the Paddington RSL. Well, how about I'm we take excited our about that. How about we take our microphones with us and have a little little uh, beer o'clock podcast there? Can you imagine all the old diggers in there? They'd go, "You piss off, you wankers!" Then they think yeah, we're what? the same as the other the wankers <laughs> we've just been wanking on about. <laughs> Anyway, listeners, thank you very much. Keep in touch. We will keep in touch. And when George's podcast is ready, which is going like he's now come out and 
not come out like come out. Come out. <laughs> come out. I've not <laughs> been in the closet, mate. <laughs> I've been. You've not come out, but you've come out and on publicly, you've now stated that in two weeks' time, you've given yourself a deadline. So I'm, I'm ready at the controls here, ready to start recording your new podcast. And meantime, I'll figure out the, the Friday beer o'clock um, title and start. Yes. And uh, we might get you on the first episode and put you through the ringers. Oh, yeah. And the other thing and the other thing I want to let everyone know about is it, it, it's going to be fun. It's still going to be fun. Mm. Like approach, it, it, I'm still the same old George, the George that I was on Float Your Boat mm-hmm. with some with with you know just a discussion around about smart retailing and smart small business practices but no need to be really serious we can we can have fun with it no but and also just a shameless plug for myself if you're needing brand development or sourcing of new products overseas that's what i do and you can have a look at my new website www.thatcompany.com.au that title again, thatcompany.com.au. <laughs> Come and have a look at my new website. Shameless, mm. shameless, Brett. You've hijacked this podcast for the sake of your promotion. Exactly. <laughs> now, piss off. <laughs> He's not your messiah. He's a naughty boy, so piss off. <laughs> thank you, uh, listeners. Thank you, George. Thank you, Brett. Thank Thanks, you. listeners. And thank you to the editor, our producer, um, Chief Cook and Bottle Washer, me. <laughs> Brett Pattinson. <laughs> Good on you. See you, everybody. Yeah.